The Rocket Review, a streaming video podcast where consenting adults discuss sex, kink and BDSM, sexual health, sex work, and the adult entertainment industries. While our conversations are created to build understanding and share valuable information, not all views expressed reflect those of the producers, hosts, or sponsors. The Rocket Review is intended for mature audiences only. Hey gang, it's Rocket, and I am in Phoenix this week, and I'm doing in-person interviews, and I am in the studios of Phoenix 42 Creations, and I am sitting down today with R.T. Cox, the owner and proprietor, and we're going to talk rope, gang, here in just a few minutes, but R.T., I want to ask you one of my very famous questions here on the show. When did you first discover you were kinky? And then when did you start embracing it and exploring it? It's not often the same point in time for folks. Which would make sense. So I think I was maybe in my early teens and doing the thing where you like you steal the copy of like penthouse forum from your parents kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they would always have stuff in there about bondage. Oh yeah. And I was super into that without having any idea why at the time but that was the stuff that really did it for me and then my early 20s i discovered how much fun it was to tie people to things and then do things to them and then um i think it was my mid-30s when i finally started actually taking the tying part seriously so there was definitely like three stages there so but yeah about how long have you been practicing rope bondage? Um, seriously, about 15 years. About when did you start crossing over into the, you know, I think I should start teaching this side of rope. That was about eight years ago, eight or nine years ago now. I'd been in the scene for maybe about two years. Uh, and here locally, there wasn't very much rope happening. Um, and... I got the hang of what I was seeing fairly quickly. And then the other thing I realized was that I was really good at explaining to other people how to do it. And it just kind of snowballed from there. As those things tend to uh, to do. So you manufacture a line of jute rope, and we're going to show that off in just a second uh, and start talking about what it means to manufacture. What... What shifted you into wanting to manufacture your own brand of rope? What inspired that? So at the time I was hosting a rope group here, I was purchasing spools of rope and selling that. And I was doing that for about a year. And then I basically stumbled across an entire rope making setup. And I was going to just like get like a spool of twine and like a spinner and see if I could figure it out. And I ended up leaving there with my truck full of literally everything I needed to start my own rope business, plus a bunch of other stuff. And um, it took, I'd say a solid nine months to get to the point where I could make the same piece of rope twice. Consistency is key in this business. Definitely. Very. And um, yeah. And then I just started doing that more and more and then started traveling. And it's probably been five years that I've been actively trying to make this my sole business. 
with hiccups for, you know, like the pandemic. pandemic. And yeah, <laughs> lots of hiccups with the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that kind of threw things off a little bit. Um, this year has been going really well, though. I managed, you know, like to get out to like New Mexico and Nevada and Colorado and stuff. And locally, it's been pretty busy too. So yeah, it's been coming back nicely. Well, Archie, we're going to move in a little bit here, and I'd love for you to show us some of your rope. Uh, we've also been sharing, gang, the phoenix42.com uh, web address. Get in there and check out RT's rope and pick yourself up a bundle or two because I'm taking some home and we'll be doing a review in the not-so-distant. But show us what you got here, buddy. You've laid out a couple of, of samples for us. So <clears throat> the standard, so I can make anything from 3 millimeter up to about 10 millimeter. Um I can do different types of lays, um, you know, which is just the tension in the rope and how loose it comes out. Um, but typically it's six millimeter by eight meter. Um, I make everything one at a time in the backyard. So I only have like so much space that, you know, I have available. So the most I can do is like a 10 meter piece. And that requires me to put the entire spinning setup like half in the house. So, you know, like I, tend to just keep everything at eight meters, but it's, um, yeah, I really don't know what to say, well, which start, is wild because no, I, no, I'm no, with this stuff with all fiber. the time. What's, what's your fiber that you, so I make everything, I do everything with a single strand jute fiber, um, that I get from a supplier in Massachusetts. And you know, that's all the different types of rope. Um, I do a natural jute, which is this stuff. I do dyed rope. I do about nine or 10 different colors at this point, um, which you can see here. And then I also do a conductive rope that uh, seems to go over really, really, really well. Well, let's tell the gang a little bit about uh, conductive rope for just a second, because I've talked only briefly about it. I've not really gone down the electro rabbit hole mm -hmm. with the audience yet. And so uh, I would definitely love any conversation um, on, on that as well. So let's frame this up a second. Let's tell them what electroconductive rope even is. So there's a whole aspect to kink play called, you know, called electric play. And you use either a TENS unit or a violet wand to create electrical shocks on a person or to manipulate them with electronic impulses. And so what the conductive rope that I make is it's the exact same as this with conductive fibers in it. So you can still use it to do anything you would normally with, you know, like a piece of jute rope, but then you can hit it with a violet wand and it'll just send that electricity all through the rope and onto the person that's been tied. And it's a lot of fun. And um, like, I also do a three millimeter conductive rope Ooh. in five foot sections, which work incredibly well for CBT. Oh, I, I was just about to say. Yeah, that, you know, those, I, those are, I only sell those like in person. And I, the table is cleared of them within the first half an hour to an hour of being set up. That they, is they awesome. So like, yeah. What, uh, what, what is the conductive fiber that you use or is that a, it's a metallic thread. You use it like a mylar kind of thread in through there. Yeah. And so I use 18 strands per piece of rope. 
So there's a lot of um, connectivity and crossover, which enables you to actually use the rub. Because like if one or two strands break, it's just going to jump. Right. You know, right over to the next one. Even too, which could cause the rope to, yeah. So it's low amperage on the Violet Wand stuff. Right. So it's not enough to actually cause any kind of heat buildup. And nobody that I am aware of has had my rope catch on fire on them yet i've yeah i've not ever tens units at really extreme levels and i don't i'm not sure we even sell those boxes on the market anymore i don't think so kind of a thing the rope doesn't work with the tens units oh right on okay by the way it's got to be the contact hey uh i love static play i think that static is especially for introduction to electro is a Mm. great uh safe way to really investigate it and play with it and so i appreciate the fact that you even are looking toward that as a product market. Uh, it's, I can't keep it in stock. Right on. Yeah. Well, you were sharing, you can't keep uh, any of it in stock. You are yeah. very well sought after. Yeah, it's been, well, I took most of the summer off um, because it's 110 degrees here every day. Right. And like, I made it back from Robecraft. I was back two weeks and I ended up in urgent care with heat related issues. And we're like, okay, that's it. So, you know, I'm still like working through my backlog right now, but yeah, I'll send out, that's my current order board. (laughs) That's awesome. Which is great, you know, and, you know, I keep knocking stuff out and people keep filling it back up again. I'm in negotiations right now to supply a rope group out of Texas. You know, I supply one in Detroit, Um, you know, so it's like, I've got like those steady customers and, um, yeah, and you know, like just like I'm probably like at half capacity right now. Yeah, you know, it's just getting back into the swing of production again after like sure. basically not doing it for almost two months. So it's been a little hectic around here for like the last month. Plus, you know, going to Vegas for a week and stuff. So that didn't help anything. Right. Well, no, I, I mean, I can speak from personal experience. My uh, main leather sewing machine has been under a cloth for. 18 months, 24 months now, mm. something like that. I haven't had it. I haven't had it in service in, in quite a while. So I, I totally, <laughs> totally understand what yep. it's like trying to get restarted. Yep. Hey gang, we are going to take just a short break here for a message from our friends. Oh, you know what? It's mine. <laughs> a little message from me. And we'll be- hey gang, Rocket here. Are you the owner or marketing manager for an adult themed or sex work based business? TRR has advertising sponsorship opportunities created for the adult industry. A one to two minute ad spot during episodes of TRR is a great fit for small adult businesses like adult event promoters, sex toy creators, fetish gear and apparel lines, adult social clubs, and online adult entertainment companies. Sponsoring the Rocket Review helps keep independent adult industry voices on mainstream platforms and makes phenomenal promotional tool for sex work and adult-themed businesses. For inquiries, email rocket at therocketreview.com. Gang, we are back. I am in Phoenix today at the Phoenix 42 Creations Studios down here in Phoenix, Arizona. We're talking custom rope, furniture, and implements uh, by R.T. Cox, a local manufacturer here in his studio. And we were looking at his hemp 
I mean, Jute Rope, just a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, talked to us a little bit about uh, furniture and implements. So I need to update the business cards. Oh, copy that. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I stopped making furniture when the pandemic kicked off. Um, like Lumber became... It's insane. Ridiculous. So... So, like, I am very proud, very satisfied with the work that I do with rope. I also make paddles. I'm super stoked with how those come out. Everybody really seems to enjoy them. There's a fairly distinctive handle to them, and I don't know why I didn't think to grab any. Um, so, it's like, you can see that, like, across the dungeon. I'd be like, oh, cool, that's one of mine, It's which is neat. You know, for anybody that makes anything, you know, if you can spot your stuff, it's always like, yay, this is great. Totally. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, so I had like a few pieces, you know, like base types of pieces that I made and I would sell them for like 450 or $500 and uh, it worked out. Like all the numbers worked out, you know, and the quality was okay, you know, like good for that price point and everybody was happy with the pieces that they got. I would have to charge $900 for the same thing now. I don't make $900 pieces. Like I'm not at that skill level. On the furniture, no, no, I feel, I feel you, yeah. I feel that. Well, and I respect that you're uh, that that you're even considering that that you're that you're going. I'm going to you know price my things in an arena that I feel confident that reflects the work and the quality that I mm-hmm. put into them. Um, that's not always the case in right yeah. gear. Yeah, that's an, yes. Mechanics is a big thing with kink gear. Like your actual uh, construction mechanics is mm-hmm. a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff not great that manages yeah. to make it into uh, some of our marketplaces mm-hmm. sometimes. And so I appreciate anybody that's going, okay, yeah. I need to focus on a particular product mm-hmm. and making the best versions of that product I absolutely yeah. can. Um, well, let's talk a little bit about the future. What's coming up for you the rest of the calendar year? Where can we find Phoenix 42 Creations? Doing any events? Um, I'll be doing Bondage and Brews in San Diego in October. I'll be doing Kink Carnival here at Arizona Power Exchange in November. Um, and I think I've got a mixed event in Tucson. That's going to be a vending event. That'll be also in October. And then I think that's it for the year as far as like leaving town. Right on. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah. I I try to slack off the traveling um, at the end of the year as well because it's like I'm needed in my husband's business. He's a very successful potter. It becomes very busy gift season. Oh know. yeah, I'd imagine. Well, and let's talk a little bit. Gift this is this interview will come out in uh, early November and so it's prime gift mm-hmm. buying time. Uh, uh what is your shipping turnaround time? Like what's what's your dead cutoff for shipping orders in time for Christmas? Oh, um probably December 1st. Right around the December first area, I get you. I was yeah. the same way with gear orders. If it's mm-hmm. if it's if it's a gift and it's supposed to be there in time for Christmas, get those orders in, gang, early. Yeah, because yeah, because I I pay for all my shipping, and like if something's crunching and it's because like I'm falling behind, I will happily pay to expedite that shipping. But it would still definitely need to be like by December first to make sure that's going to get somewhere for Christmas. That's awesome. No, uh, very, very good. uh, Very good information there. Mm -hmm. 
the industry, and we were just touching on this, has had a metric fuck ton of startups, especially during the pandemic. A lot of people mm-hmm. who lost more mainstream employment pivoted into their yeah. side hustle, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a thing. Rightly so. I did the same thing. Yep. And so I completely admire having a side hustle to even pivot into yeah, um, and stuff. And so well, I've been trying to make this my main hustle for a while before five that years now. Yeah. Right. That, yeah, that's one of the yep. things too. I like to feature in is that this was a brainchild and your heart's desire long before it became yeah. uh, more of a necessity in, in some mm-hmm. regards. And so um, one of the things I talk about with crafters and uh, people who do the circuit, hit the shows, go to the events is there's a duality between being a lifestyle kinkster and then a lifestyle kinkster who has a professional involvement with the industry. Mm-hmm. It's a weird line sometimes to navigate. Uh, for me, as a pro-dom sometimes, I find mm. uh, uh, that lifestylers are a little like, are you here to, are you here to get more clients? I'm like, no, 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 that's not what I'm here to do. I have a whole process for that. It's like, I'm not, I'm here to share. I'm here to, yeah. to genuinely and learn from you as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so I think in Is probably he- the recent years, like the last probably five years or so, yeah. that chasm between lifestyle and pro is really starting to shrink. Yes. We're starting to fill it in with good foundation. We're starting to walk on that and go, no, no, come here. We can all meet in the middle. Yeah. With my thing, it's um, why am I there? So, cause you know, like I also host a rope group here in town, the Phoenix rope crew and like in the write-ups for those events is that, Hey, Phoenix 42 creations is going to have stuff here. If you need any rope or rope related stuff, but like, that's it. And then people will ask, you know, like, Hey, you know, like, do you have anything available? And I'll be happy to show them, but I'm not at all like going up to everybody like, Hey, I have rope for sale. Like, cause I'm here running the group and I'm like, Hey, let me help you figure out how to do this tie, you know? And if people approach me looking to purchase some rope, I'm more than happy to accommodate them, but I don't promote it or advertise it while I'm in the space. Cause that's not why I'm there. You know, when I'm at like a conference or a vending event, it's very much like, Hey, come get your rope. You know, I turn into a carnival market. Yeah. I'm out there. like, Yeah. And, um, and like I love doing that, like just the whole like yelling at random people thing. Get in here, yeah. And you know I have a lot of fun with it, but you know. And then when I go to other rope groups, you know, which like Apex has, you know, has got some rope going on again and stuff. Now, you know, I'm just going there to fuck off and do rope, you know. And people might ask me about stuff, but even then, I'm like, yeah, you can email me after right. the thing, you know. And it's it's, it's again, like, yeah, it it's, all depends on your intent. Like, why are you at the event? You know, are you there to have fun at a kink event or are you there to promote your business? True story. No, very true story. Yeah. Um, uh, what, uh, what do you think is probably if you, okay. So if you could take all your experience from today in kink and being a kink professional now working in the industry to a degree, if you could take all that experience and you could condense it down into a bit of advice that you could whisper in your ear on your first day in kink, what would that advice be? It's not Pokemon. Oh, okay. You don't have to get them all. 
articulated beautifully, sir. I talk about it on the show. Well, especially with, you know, white male cishet rope tops. Like, I'm going to, you know, like not to put like a solid number on it, but I was going to say at least half got into that to begin with because of the line that forms for that service at events. True story. Yeah. I've had people come up to me and want me to teach them specifically because they see, they saw the line. Yeah. Cause I used to be like the service rope top at events around here. And you know, like you tie 15, 20 people a night, you know, and people see that and they're like, Oh God, you get to touch all these people all night. And some of them are hot. I want to do that. And it's like, if that's why you're doing it, you should, just, you're you know, in for this for the wrong reasons. Don't just don't. And um, and I don't do that anymore. Like I don't even, you know, at this point, you know, I'm a solid like 10, 11 years into the scene. Like I'll I have to know somebody for like six months to a year before I'll even do what amounts to pick up play at that point. You know, I'm just like, I don't I've been there. I've checked off all those boxes. But um it works better in the long run if you go into it because you want to enjoy the experience, not so you can, you know, like have more conquests or notches you know, on some yeah. post belt or wall somewhere. Yeah. yeah and I do think like that applies to any, you know, of the stuff that we do here. Totally agree. Completely yeah. agree. Um, hey, I also even throw in that switches rule the world and the best tops at least experiment with being a bottom. I can't get anybody here to tie me. You're kidding me. All right. We're going to do an entire video on tying each other. We'll give, we'll show our favorite I am harness not ties. opposed to this idea. We will show but our favorite most of the ties. people around here, because I'm so established as like a rope top here, like I get tied when I go to conventions out of state. Huh. Yeah. We're going to have to get you in the little pro dom circuit here. We'll, we'll get you worked in there, buddy. Because you should not be sitting around waiting for someone to just. Well, roll I mean, some on. of the people I've gotten the tie with, it's like definitely worth the trip out of state. Though. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Phoenix is actually popping right now, big time. Um, we're gonna see uh, a, a huge resurgence of femdoms moving down here, professionals nice. moving into the Phoenix area. Yeah, um, we've done interviews with some that are even relocating here. Uh, the pandemic created a big shift for a lot of professionals. A lot of pros are like, I'm ready for a new venue, a new environment, a new, there's a mm -hmm. lot of that going on right now. Yep. And so, uh, and I applaud it. Phoenix42.com gang, check out RT Cox's rope and paddles and other accoutrements. And you can also reach out and contact him there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we finally got the email server sorted. So yeah. Right on. Uh what uh oh how many colors are you offering your rope now i think i've got okay so i'm trying to push as many people as i can to the website which is phx42.com um the website is functional but not complete my web guy is an amazing friend of mine that i've known for years and he travels literally all over the world for work so actually getting like the time to implement things and stuff like that is it can be tricky at times. And then like I'll go two months without sending him something that he needs and be like, oh, shit, I forgot to do that. Um, but I think I'm up to it's either nine or ten, nine or ten different colors. 
One of the things with the jute rope is that it starts with that tan base. So I can't really do like super bright or pastel or neon colors, but I do have a really good spread of like darker jewel tone colors. And um, yeah, they all come out like really good. It does. No, the burgundy you were showing is beautiful. I, uh, I think it's stunning. Well, gang, that is it for this little introduction to RT and the world of Phoenix 42 Creations. But don't uh, don't don't dismay. We're going to be back down here again, and I think we're going to be doing a lot of teaming with you, sir. Uh, I, am, I would be totally okay with that. In the future. Gang, you know the drill around here. If you can't be good, you damn well better be good at it. Thank you for listening to The Rocket Review. If you would like to be a guest or have your adult industry business featured on TRR, please email rocket at the rocket review. TRR is a production of Hole Punch Media and is supported through corporate sponsorships and subscribers like you. Remember, gang, if you can't be good, be damn good at it. <laughs> <laughs>